0: To another episode of Thursday the 13th. This is our 18th episode. We are continuing our spooky series. And tonight's topic, we are going to be talking about the area which we surround ourselves in, which is the places you live that you might not understand. What are the haunted places around you? I'm here with my co host, Emilio. Say hello. Hello. Jesse, say hello. Hello. Okay, now, do you guys have any particular places that maybe you've been to that you know are spooky? Yeah. Okay, Amelia. Uh, I can't
1: say that I've been to okay, so spoiler. We're going to talk about Wolf Manor. Wolf okay. Manor is a very famous, uh, would you call it a building?
0: major yeah well, it a huge, was it was a building a huge residence yeah, yeah a huge residence
1: but um yeah i feel like that's kind of one of our more famous ones i have not i've never been in there or close to the building but uh i remember me and my sister we used to be really into the, like this paranormal stuff and uh she actually took me there because I didn't believe her that there was a place in Fresno. I don't know why I didn't believe her. It was just like, oh, something like that happens in Fresno, or what? Yeah,
2: because nothing cool happens in Fresno. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: but um,
0: isn't it right on the border of what Fresno and Clovis, right there? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: And so I've I've only like peeked through the fence that they had.
0: Yeah, yeah, the surrounding gate.
1: Yeah, and uh, even just from the outside, dude, it looks it looks very haunted.
0: No, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was very haunted. They actually made it into uh, um, what is that? A haunted, a haunted uh, haunted house attraction. Oh, yeah, and they had the hospital next to it connected. Yeah, that's before they uh, took it all down.
1: Yeah, but that's probably the closest I've ever been to like being at a haunted thing, other than my workplace that I told you guys about.
0: Yes. Oh, and that's still to be decided.
2: That's yeah. that's our own unique place that nobody really knows about.
0: All, we're gonna yeah.
2: we're like gonna try and record that. yeah that's one that we could put in the books for fresno but obviously yeah. not everybody has access to it yeah. plus we don't want to draw too much attention to it either so yeah um uh, but jeremy you have some facts you have some details about wolf manor
0: yeah i do have some facts about wolf manor wolf manor was actually built in the early 1920s uh it was uh a private residence okay uh But in 1935, it was actually transformed into a sanitarium uh, in order to treat local people who were suffering from terminal illnesses like tuberculosis. Um, In 1942, it became Clovis Avenue Sanatorium. And the patients uh, were battling mental illnesses. So a lot of bad things happened in this hospital, uh, supposedly. Now, none of us were there allegedly this is all and this is actually documented and these are real doctors and there was real uh things going on tests on people who actually had mental illnesses they ran tests and diagnostics on certain medicines and uh tortures and and, a lot of experiments i think yes yes do you guys know about the basement well the basement is the most haunted part that's where they used to store the bodies because back then you couldn't just get a mortician out to your house to come take the body away Uh on a on a residential area they can take one body out of a house a day so this place had so many bodies in the basement because it was the coldest place to store the bodies they couldn't pick them up in time so they had to keep them in the cold place that's the sick part is there was just bodies in this basement. Now, could you imagine being the person who had to walk down the bodies?
1: That's horrific. It's
2: I didn't crazy. Know that. It's crazy how there would be so many dead bodies if it's a place that. Well, before that, it was tuberculosis, right?
0: Yeah, tuberculosis. Okay, okay, okay. So was, that's probably where majority the of the mental bodies, illnesses. Yeah.
2: I feel like majority of the deaths were probably occurred because of that. That side of things when it was the, the when they were treating. Patients with tuberculosis because people with mental illnesses, I mean, half, I mean, unless they were really severe. And in the mansion, it was different than the hospital. True. True.
0: There was only like the mad patients. The mad patients were the ones who were in the actual mansion. And those were the people who were a little more tough to deal with. So they used the more detailed uh, discretion when it came to therapy. They can go in on them, you know? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine back then the, the learning curve of medical science and therapies to cure the mental ill as far as they understood back then?
2: Well, they were probably doing lobotomies and stuff like that.
0: Well, I mean, think of the people who had to eat the first fruit, you know, and figure out the wrong one, you know?
2: Yeah. Uh, Clovis Wolf Manor. There, it was on ghost adventures on the travel channel. Yes. Now the travel channel was hot when it came to like haunted house stuff during like October spooky season. Yes. And if you watch the episode, I've watched it a couple times, it's on Hulu, YouTube TV, you could probably uh, rent it. It's uh season 4 episode 9. But it really showed th- it showed the basement quite a bit. And oh yeah. You know, they were really surprised, you know, it- all antics aside, obviously, they're going to want it to be haunted because they're of going the to want to things. But I feel like in this episode, they didn't really have to try very hard for it to be haunted, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you,
2: yeah. It was,
0: it's, hard, I, it's hard to argue that one.
2: I used to watch um, before they uh, took it down, tore down the, the whole mansion and the hospital wing. Uh, they Todd Wolf and his homie, yeah. Todd Wolf is the guy who owned it last. Oh, well, I think the city owned it. He wanted to make the hotel, him. yeah. He wanted to make it a hotel, but um, he would stream every Sunday like around seven o'clock and he would just have his night vision camera that have uh voice recorders that try to pick up EVPs. And it was really, um, I don't know, kind of surreal because I'd be chilling at home. Uh, i'd be chilling at home dude and they're in clovis which is not that far from where i live in, inside Go. of wolf manor in the dark with, you're
0: just watching the wolf manor
2: yeah i'm just watching so it, that was really cool and i don't think a lot of people knew about the stream I but it went on yeah. it went on for a while dude and sometimes they would catch things there there's a there was a little girl that they would catch sometimes um i think that was the most prevalent ghost uh, a little girl um but yeah, dude, it was—that's a very special,
0: spooky, or was a special, spooky place. Hey, re- hey real quick, real quick. My wife's mother was driving by uh, the Wolf Manor uh, mansion, and she seen a filming crew there. So she called my wife and said, "Hey, I think, I think your show's filming." And it was—it it was exactly that. So it's crazy, it's cool. it's a little small world, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, right. I just want to throw in a really quick little detail. Um, there are a lot of tales told on what went on inside, including suicides, murders, abuse. Some say that a crazed patient murdered a visiting priest, while others say an angry doctor killed several patients and were not responding to his treatments. Any of those events could have triggered a haunting. So,
1: oh yeah, dude, question. Question. <laughs> easy question 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 so i don't really know how to word this but okay so do you think that when a person like in someone that was uh i don't know mentally ill that was in wolf manor that was in that position and they get treated you know kind of horribly like i'm assuming those patients did do you think that makes them more likely to haunt that building instead of just move on to whatever the afterlife
0: is well i get what you mean mental illness and and unfinished business you know do they go hand in hand well see that's the question of the year right there who i can't answer it but i can only wonder you know yeah that's a deep wonder
1: not so much like mental illness, but like if they're abused, you know, or something really Does that bad. increase the
0: capability of like it becoming a demon or a ghost? Yeah, uh, exactly Someone who would actually follow you or haunt you? Yeah um, Oh man, that's a good one
1: I don't know, because I feel like I think there's a lot of situations where that's the case, you know
0: It's it's in a negative manner usually Yeah but From then Like, that, like car accidents
1: or, or Yeah,
2: car accidents or murders yeah. or Yeah you know, in like in that movie Casper, the friendly ghost.
0: <clears throat> oh, okay. It's a a scary
2: movie. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, actually, for 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 yeah, when I was a kid watching it, it, it kind of freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, it was um, different, yeah, yeah. But that's young. when I kind of learned about the whole unfinished business thing. Yes, the unfinished and business. I feel like there's no logical way to go at this. I mean, yeah, it sucks. This is why it's the unexplained. It's the paranormal. It's the you things we like, don't understand. Yourself. But I think um, in a more obvious uh, way, I think if uh, someone you know dies and they haven't accomplished something that they lived for they might continue to do it in the afterlife and if they have bad intentions in the real world in the living world uh, those evil intentions can carry on into the afterworld. Don't quote me on this. I'm just, I just read a lot of stuff and read, you know, to me, it seems probable. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think it's more likely. Yeah. I would kind of agree because like you said, it's very probable if they were, you know, if they were killed and they weren't ready to go, as opposed to, you know, if they lived their life and then, you know, they accepted it. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh that's, yeah.
1: That's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, that's rough.
2: And that—that's where it gets to the whole. Like we talk about ghost stories, but we don't actually talk about the ghosts, like, you know, as people, <laughs> as humans. Yeah,
1: but um. That's
0: yeah, you're crazy. always scared oh, of them. You're
2: oh, always that's, scared. That's
1: really crazy too. Like we should that we should point that out too. Yeah, like we don't observe ghosts, that. We always just talk them. Yeah, we always just talk about them like, oh, this is like a, a an apparition or this is just a shadow, you know, like that could be a person that could be a soul right there, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I don't know why that was so crazy to me right now, but that kind of blew that, is,
0: that is crazy. Okay, I'm looking over my shoulder real quick. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, that could be one of us one day. Oh, geez. How do you want to think about that? hopefully it's me
0: I don't mind a good haunting. I don't know about you guys, but I don't mind a good haunting no i don't want, i don't want,
1: I don't want nothing
0: no, I don't wanna be fucking terrorized <laughs> or anything I'm just saying like there's some haunted places okay.
2: all right picture this okay okay you're you're okay. fucking fifty eight years old
0: fifty eight years old
2: you're fifty you know okay chilling in the garage working on your car your electric car or something and hopefully then, not go ahead I've been dead for five years. And you look up, and I'm standing there all transparent and whatnot. And I'm like, hey. And I just fucking disappear. You'd be cool with that?
0: Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Honestly, if it was you transparent, I would be like, and and nothing was weird. Like, you didn't look like a zombie, and you weren't, like, you know, running in some weird speed and wobbling. Um, I'd be fine. Uh, yeah I feel like that he were like hey day. and I would be like this fool's fucking with me now like that's sick like that's sick I would be weird in the bathroom just be like dude as long as people can't see me in the bathroom that's fun." <laughs> you know but
1: yeah because it's definitely a, def- a different feeling if uh, like if I knew it was you because you know like um, my brother's house okay so well, the haunted Oh no
2: that's your sister's uh, house
1: no 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 yeah 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 Okay. My my brother's house. Uh, he he moved in a few years after my great grandma passed away, and they couldn't find anybody to live in the house, and so my brother I don't know he just, I don't know how that situation worked out, but he moved in. Anyway, uh, so it's pretty much said that our great grandma still lives in that house. Oh wow! If you catch my drift oh wow uh there's been a couple things that uh i've heard i was like eight at the or no i was older than that i was probably in high school when one of these things happened but i've heard and then other people have seen and then my brother has heard while living there and uh so there's this one time it was me my brother and his girlfriend and i think his roommate And uh, my brother and his roommate had left. And so it was just me and my brother's girlfriend and we were watching TV. And all of a sudden we hear somebody whistle. Oh, wow. Like kind of like a cat call.
0: Okay. Creepy.
1: And uh, yeah. And so me and my brother's girlfriend kind of look at each other. And like we knew it wasn't each other. Like none of us did that we knew that, but we still looked at each other. Like, like you heard that, right? Like, did you do that? Or am I hearing things? And so we both confirmed it with each other. And then we, I don't know. I think, uh, I think we kind of debunked everything because I don't know, it sounded like it was like in the next room. It didn't sound like it came from outside. And um, so to fast forward, uh, a lot of other things started happening in the house to my brother, once he started living there for a while, and uh, so my brother is—he's kind of very aware of all this stuff, and so he's like, "It has to be, it has to be Grandma T. That's it. Like she's, she knows that I moved into her house, and she wants to know, she wants to let me know that she's still here, and so he, uh, he put up a picture of her uh, in the living room." And as soon as he put that up, all the noises and uh, events stopped happening. And so he says, ever since he figured out that it was her, he doesn't get scared anymore. And so what I'm trying to say is, I feel like if you know who the ghost is, who that spirit is, it's not scary anymore. You just feel like you're being visited by that soul. You know, so if Jesse, if you, if your soul wants to come visit me, I totally, I would love that.
2: You know what though? Your brother's house is still heavily compromised, even what? though, even though he's okay with being a grandma and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to walk around house naked anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like he oh, just yeah. can't, he just know. can't do that anymore. Hey, that's that's grandma. Grandma. probably yeah. seen some, you know what I'm now. saying? She's probably yeah. like, you know what? Nah. That's true. <laughs> when ain't doing that. And that's you know,
1: small price. Yeah. But uh, hopefully she just goes into the next room or something. <laughs>
0: She's like, "F this, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mom, do they sleep? <laughs> I mean, where would they? Where do they go? Oh, you the ghosts. I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, like- oh, okay. So they're in a different, uh, te- technically, yeah, like a different okay. dimension. So it could be a dimension where time is different than ours, you know. Okay. Um, it could be they could have been they could be walking for five minutes and it's like 50 years for us who knows so it's hard to tell like hard to say it's impossible to say yeah. what if they sleep or not but
0: you can theorize yeah because i've seen a shadow man and then you look away and then you look back and eventually they're just not there yeah it's like where do they go
2: they go back to that's where the question
0: going. is it you know something they implant in your vision
2: Maybe, but hey, okay.
0: Um, <laughs> that's way, hey,
2: that's we're, we're some on
0: the brain questions, real quick. These
2: are some, you know, we may have missed these in the other ghost episode, but yeah, these are good, good,
1: quick, uh, good, good yeah. questions. And then also, that's crazy because, like, that's my brother's house, you know, yeah. or the house oh, where yeah. my brother lives in that hits home. And so, uh, yeah, that 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 means literally any house could be haunted. And we just never, we don't, we just don't know, you know.
0: That's the creepy factor.
1: Yeah. Like, um, what's that house that you're uh, you're telling me about, Jeremy?
0: The Tyler Street house. Yeah, that one. Okay.
1: What's that one about?
0: Okay, let's talk about the Tyler Street house real quick. Hey, real quick. Okay, real quick. It's a residential home in Fresno, California, and that's where we have resided our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Most of us. All of us? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. It is said to be incredibly haunted. It is so haunted that residents don't stay for long. There have been 22 different owners since the early 1980s. One thing that all these owners have in common is that their sight, their reason for leaving, is that there is a poltergeist activity in the house, and they will also describe seeing the red eyes. That's creepy to me. The red eyes.
1: Yeah.
2: The Tyler Street house is something that I've never even, I've never seen, which I okay. think we should definitely check out.
0: Yes. Um, okay. Really quick. There are some former terrifying tales from previous residents that include objects flying off the countertops, seeing red eyes peering out of the closet, and from darkened rooms. However, perhaps the most terrifying tales of all how owners repeatedly find the bodies of dead cats who have been bludgeoned to death in an upstairs closet. This even happens to residents who do not have a cat or any other animals. That would creep me out. Yeah, I'd move out in an instant. A bludgeoned cat?
1: As soon as... Well, I don't know, because the, the red eyes might interest me because, you know, the whole demon thing. But, like, yeah, the cat thing uh i couldn't
0: take that that's just that's just creep that's a cre- that's a high up creep factor you know yeah anything, well, you, it- anything
1: that keeps killing animals you know oh
0: yeah because you okay for something to be bludgeoned you know that means it was mutilated to an extent uh it took something the to power you know that had a little power to do that yeah so that means you can get slammed the same way maybe i mean i know we're not cats that's i'm just saying
1: yeah
2: uh, where, wait, okay, what website or what's the source on this? Just this so that, ha, uh,
0: according to hauntedrooms.com. Okay, okay, cool. Just so people yes, listening can kind yes, of just so you guys understand where we're we at, some of the information, read it for themselves, they can do it. Yep. They have a lot more detail in here. But
2: there used to be a website that had a lot of uh, owner occurrences, but it, I'm trying to look at it and it's
1: all, it's just no longer hosting for it. That sucks. Question. 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 That's not a real question, but like it's kind of rhetorical. Mm-hmm. If you knew that this house <laughs> had this activity going on, why did you move in there?
0: Uh, good price, probably number one. Number one, always creep factor that reels people in is the price. Mm-hmm. But Everyone's willing to risk it. Huh. Until your life is flipped upside down because all your beliefs have been turned against you and everything you thought you no longer think.
2: Yeah, cuz you can disregard it all you want. But if stuff begins to happen in your home where you're supposed to be safe, you know, at first you're going to be in denial a little bit because it's 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 kind of crazy. But if you experience it enough, you you get out. Every, everybody's afraid of something. Like everybody's afraid. There's not a single person that'll be okay living with, you know, poltergeist activity in their house. Yeah. Because that thing is designed to make your life
0: shitty. Even your brother put a photo up of your grandma, you know, mm-hmm. that way she can stop making the noises, you know. But then she's like, yo, I was just having fun while well, you made me leave. Now, I'm putting <laughs> the photo up, now I'm all peaceful and I gotta go.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if it's just like a friendly ghost, yeah. But if it's a poultry guy situation, that's not something you want to mess. You need to
0: move. You de- yeah. twenty-two owners. You know, that's a lot of owners. Yeah. You think they would disclose something like that when they're selling something like? And that's since the nineteen eighties. Okay, we're talking what mm, forty? Oh wait, wait a minute, forty something years. Yeah. I'm all. I forgot what generation we we're in. Whoa. I'm all. I was born in the early nineteen so. mean, eighties. That was a long time ago. It doesn't seem that long. Okay. Yeah, uh, let me see here. Uh, I may have a. You have any more to talk about, Jay? Uh, I have a couple more to actually to talk about. Throw them out. Throw them out. Um. Was anyone particular with the Mew Home Museum?
1: No. Elaborate, please.
0: Okay. No one was particular with that one. Okay. Actually, it was a. Uh, 1890s, Dr. Thomas Mew. Uh, It's a museum now that was actually a magnificent place, a magnificent house. Visitors and employees have reported various types of paranormal activity, including disembodied children, laughter, doorknobs going missing from several of the doors during the night, which, okay, that that alone, I'm done. The missing doorknobs, yeah, that's kind of crazy. I'm out. Missing doorknobs, no need. I'll, I'll be gone.
1: Do they even have tools or anything? Like,
0: yeah. How do no. they do that? That's what I'm saying. So one of, one of the most striking stories relating to the mu, uh, home museum is relating to Mary's bedroom. Some of her s- toys are still... Ooh. I don't like that. It's made from real hair, Some your of the hair, toys right? are still there, including a doll made with real human hair.
2: Yeah, I heard about that.
0: Okay. That, that right there is a tough one. Visitors uh, are warned not to touch uh, the toys. But one curious teenager says that she hung back as the tour group was leaving and stroked the doll's hair, only for a picture of Mary to suddenly slam face down on the bedside table. The startled girl fixed the picture and asked Mary's forgiveness for touching her things. Mew Home is also a popular wedding venue. <laughs> yeah, And there have been lots of reports of photographs where there are strange mist-like figures in them, wedding. It's an it's a nice home. It's a nice
1: place. Is it. Okay, is this the one that's uh, kind of downtown? Yes, downtown. Yeah, you've seen when it no, a million times. Past the train tracks. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I know exactly. They gated up now. Yeah, but they take tours of it. And it's pretty. It's actually really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of kind of scary, actually, because. Uh, some of these things we're talking about, like like for instance, the Wolf Manor, when they turned that into a haunted a haunted place, um, I was probably 17 years old, maybe 16 years old, just got my driver's license, and I was like, "We got to go there." That it sounds scary, and and back then you would hear it on the radio more often than not to to figure out what it was. Uh, you didn't have uh, social media, which would have been nice. Um, so. Once we heard the radio, we went down there and they had the hospital. And then they, while we were in line waiting, they told us the history. And that was like, okay, whoa, I thought this was just a haunted place uh, for funsies. And we're just going to get scared and leave. (laughs) But the situations in the rooms and everything, it was so well articulated in the scare factor was so real because they set it up how they set it up in real life. So the patients were really patients and and people were, you know, set up. So that made the creep factor that much scarier because they basically simulated what they did to the people back in the day.
1: Yeah, Uh, that's genius.
0: Yes, and it wasn't just the mansion, it was the hospital. So it was horrible. It's horrible. That's sick and genius. Right? So it's... (laughs) But you know what, I think that was like the tightest part because when they started telling you the history, it actually gives you an understanding of what to expect. Because I told you guys, I went to that, um, the one with Charlie, uh, it was like a movie director put it on a a haunted house in our area at the gallows. Yeah. Uh, they put on a haunted house in our area and I didn't know what to expect. So it was way worse. I didn't know what to expect at the end. I didn't know who Charlie was, so it was way scarier. To not I forgot know. about that. Yeah.
1: That was kind of a big deal when that happened, huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was tight. You walk in there, and then you get hung, and it's like, oh, whoa. What do you mean you get hung? Like, they have the mom, his mom, uh, the director. His mom actually is, like, a dead old lady. So she she's holding the rope, and it's this big old little setup that you step up into nothing falls or anything uh and then you literally just put your neck in the thing and she holds it up like this and uh oh, you guys, okay you guys hang in a noose and it's very scary because even then i didn't realize what what was going on you know in the haunted house i didn't realize that charlie was uh someone who was hung uh on stage while he was acting and they didn't realize he was hung so he strangulated himself on accident in front of everyone
2: we're gonna have to get into that hmm. yeah
0: a little later move we'll, we'll
2: get
1: into a movie yeah. episode yeah for sure yeah but uh, yeah so I, that's too to sorry well.
0: i just didn't know what to expect and that was yeah, the yeah. worst part so we talked about at least knowing the history of something and you're going into it it's sure it's scary it's still scary but i think not knowing the history is so much more scary and then hearing little things and that uh, the build-up's mm-hmm. different
1: Especially when you're standing in line to get into the place. Oh yeah. It's genius. Those sick bastards. Anyway. But yeah, the history, uh history has a lot to do with this kind of stuff, huh?
0: It's kind of what it's built history it. history is what makes it haunted. Yeah. History is very important. Haunted history is very important.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of uh like history from the world wars that uh or that era i guess yeah you know
0: okay uh, okay when you say world war men who are fighting for their side of the country or their country um uh, who give their lives for a higher a higher cause which is you know the peacefulness at home and the families who can be happy uh you you're basically forfeiting your your right to live uh because you're fighting, you know, is that a heroic thing, you know? And it sucks if you would turn into a, a, a unfinished business type of person, you know,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you are a soldier and you risk the biscuit on that one. You knew you did. And you went to do that. Some people actually wanted to die on the battlefield because great grandpa or, or so-and-so passed away on the battlefield and it was heroic, you know, for the family. Yeah. Just
2: like we said earlier, for those who had the intent of going in, Coming home, yeah, chances are they could potentially end up in the early wars. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the early wars. It was tough to, to yeah.
0: make it back. But, but people because, did make it back.
2: People did. Yeah. But the ones that went in there with the intent of probably not coming
0: back, I'm sure they're just chilling. See, that's okay. Now, that's a good point. That's a good point because what I was thinking was, okay, these guys went in there to battle. And they went in there to fight. Uh, but not everyone chose to fight. You know, some people didn't want to, you know, risk the biscuit, and that's fine, you know? Um, so that's unfinished business right there. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Hey, and they're
0: both soldiers, you know?
1: Give me another spot, bro. We're in Fresno. Is it creepy? All right. Since we're on the subject, Go for I'm going to roll one out. Roll one out. Um, <clears throat> all right. I am going to highlight the Fresno Chandler Airport. Ooh. Yeah. It's a very old airport. Um, so in, I guess, in the 1920s.
0: 1936, I think. It was built.
1: Uh, they, they began construction in 1936. Okay, okay. But I think here it says that they in in the later nineteen twenties, that's when uh, the idea state senator uh, state senator Wilbur Chandler and his wife Edna, they had given a hundred acres of their farm to the city to be used for this airport, and
0: uh, wow, that's a acres. lot of acres just to give away.
1: I know, right? A hundred acres. I read that right. Yeah, a hundred acres. Jesus. And then in nineteen thirty six. Construction began on a terminal building and was designed in what was called the Streamline Modern, an architecture style popular in the 1930s. Planes flew in and out of Chandler Daily, except during World War II when it was used as a military base uh, up until the year 1947.
0: So that's kind of cool. Oh,
1: wow. I think that's really cool. It was used as a military base. Like something, okay. something worldwide, you know, worldwide event like that. And Fresno was part of it. And it so has much. a
0: number of ghosts as well, though. It has a number of ghosts in it. A lot of ghosts.
1: Yeah. And you know what People
0: funny? are seen in the lobbies. Go ahead.
1: So I remember uh, my grandma used to babysit me all the time when I was really little. And her house is like kind of down the street is a couple of blocks away from Chandler airport. And I remember we were, uh, one time we drove by it because I saw a plane landing and I asked her why the plane was landing there. And she says, Oh, that's, that's an old airport. And I said, "But well, we have the other airport. I thought that was the airport. And she says, yeah, but this was uh, the airport that was before the new airport. And I was like, Oh, okay. Why don't they use this one? And she goes, Uh, she goes, oh, the military planes used to use it, but they don't use it anymore because the runway is too small. And I was like, oh, so it's like really old because she told me it was from World War II. And um, I was like, so I forget how I brought up ghosts, but she pretty much told me like, yeah, there's uh, some of my friends say that there's ghosts in there. And so every time I pass by it, I think of that. And uh, so I guess my grandma wasn't lying.
0: Okay. She she knew uh, what she was talking about.
1: Yeah. So it says, so this article says from uh, weirdfresno.com. It's specifically on the Chandler airport. And it says the staff there has seen a variety of phenomena but it seems the main terminal area is where most of the activity takes place. One of the workers has seen several images or several figures emerge from a wall near where you could buy tickets only for them to walk across the room and then vanish oblivious to the fact that he was observing. them. Others have seen an older man in the old control tower, which is on the second floor of the administration Mm. building, staring out, Onto the field as if he's watching visible planes, invisible planes take off and land. Oh Guys, nice. hello. Can you imagine? No, that I like that one though. That's really cool to be. Oh, that's I mean, creepy. Yeah,
0: that's, that's mad really, creepy yeah. right there. My old man in the watchtower. Yeah, uh-uh. That's
1: yeah, woo. That's, that's just plain scary. I draw the line on that one. Imagine like working there and then you look up at a control, an old control tower, and you see a figure
0: like out there your kids just waving to it waving to somebody and you look at who they're waving to and there's just this man in the watchtower and you're like okay i mean maybe you didn't even think he was you know not supposed to be there maybe you were just like okay a man in the watchtower there's a watchtower there's a man yeah you know but some people are like they work there and they know that there's supposed to be no one in that tower yeah you see that you see some weird stuff in that airport no way fight or flight kicks right in and you jam on the yeah. do jam on the gas pedal. Dip.
2: I see what you did there, Jesse. I did it earlier too, but you didn't catch it. I don't think. <laughs> oh, I'm not that smart. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, there's actually a spot that you can park and just chill, pretty close to Chandler Airport, like really close, and just kind of watch and you can sit there,
1: smoke a cigarette, watch the smoke. planes. Just, yeah, just chill there. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, people do that at the Fresno Airport too. Like they just chill mm-hmm. and watch planes.
0: Yeah, people like planes. They're satisfying, powerful.
1: They are. Yeah.
2: Uh, Jeremy and I took a trip on lunch today. Oh, yeah, I want to say on lunch. Um, we <laughs> and there's this house. He needs like he's like, hey, I know this spot. I used to go to when I was a kid or as a teenager and we'd go into the basement of this place and I'm like, you're crazy. He's like, it's right over here.
0: I took him down the wrong street.
2: It took me down the wrong street. And then as soon as he told me where, what, what actual street it was on, I was like, dude, is it the brick house? And he's like, yes, it's the brick house. Now the brick house, it's literally nicknamed that creepy abandoned Brick House. Um, that's the nickname. It's called the Craycroft House.
0: That's the official name.
2: It was built in 1927 by Frank J. Craycroft. Craycroft. Uh, he, he built a house as a beautiful example of what uh, a new brick that he invented could do. Now, he invented a new type of brick. Oh, that's cool. That, that was really like was was good for the weather in Fresno that could insulate very well in the, in the hot, you know, in, in the summer and in, in the winter when it was cold. So, he it didn't get it didn't get finished um by the time uh, he he was murdered allegedly he was shot by uh, unhappy brick mason oh wow but he didn't get to see it done uh and they say even though he wasn't killed in the house uh that he still haunts the premises you know he's still in the he, he goes there and all you have to do okay this isn't one of those houses houses that is um very well known of um it you drive by it you wouldn't even know but you have to get you have to park in front of the house it's all fenced up you have to park and you have to look at the house up close and then you'll see then you'll see why people think what they think it's a creepy ass old brick house busted up windows cobwebs everywhere there's graffiti with like you know all kinds of uh
0: Oh, some uh, inappropriate, yeah, some very so inappropriate things. Um, Satanism. You want to say, yeah, what um, was it?
2: They have uh, what was it
0: specifically? What was it? Uh, it was a hail, hail Satan, hail Satan. It okay, says it, it yeah, says it right on, on. Yeah. So nothing we believe.
2: Um, it's kind of an urban legend, and I'm getting I'm getting this from uh the Collegian. dot csu Fresno. dot Um, and. You know, people say they've seen pentagrams drawn in blood. They've heard glass bottles crashing into walls. A lot of glass. And, uh, but Jeremy would go to this freaking house. Well,
0: went. All
2: right. And there was a door that would be open. (laughs) And he would happen to make his way in there and kind of observe and uh, explore a little bit, didn't you?
0: Okay. Uh, That actually was a rumor in my high school. A lot of my friends were kind of like throwing around rumors that uh, there were people living under the basement. So one night we got the courage, we put on sweaters, you know, you put in back then, we got the sweaters that uh, had the hoods and then we tightened our faces, you know, so we couldn't Mm -hmm. really get seen. And then back then it wasn't so heavily fortified. You can get in a little easier Um, There wasn't barbed wire fence surrounding it. Um, So you can get in the premise, just hop in the fence. And we hopped in. There is a couple different entryways. Uh, There's a back entryway with a little walkway. uh, Step up, maybe four four steps. And uh, then there's the door, okay? And people are living in this place, supposedly. So we walk in. Flashlights, you know, we're ready. And we're in high school and we're like we're we're pumped up because we have been like prepping ourselves for this little operation for quite a long time. It was like a build-up process. It was like okay, we're going, we're going tonight and then it was like official. So when everyone gets a plan together, it's dark, it's midnight. You're walking in this place and then it becomes real because like like you said, you look around and there's graffiti, there's broken a lot of broken glass, that's what I remember. And there's a basement and the basement is supposedly where the action is and these people were who were living down there were supposed to be very angry so when we went down there we were like i don't know if they're going to fight us or what's going to go on i mean you never know and uh so we go down there and the first person to see somebody starts running okay he's in there he's in the front of the pack i am not in the front of the pack on that one because I'm not I'm not the type of person who wants to be... Uh, back then, I did not want to be the person to find the people. I just wanted to be a part of it, you know? So we book it. We book it out of the house, and it's as simple as that, you know? It wasn't a long-term stay-in. We planned, actually, to stay a couple hours. We thought it would be a little harder to get in. Uh, we thought the people would be a little harder to find. But there were real people living in the basement and that's why it's fenced up today and everything's boarded off
2: yeah the homeless would get in and nap which was actually a real problem at the wolf manor as well yes because they would break in and sleep in the basement which is the most haunted place and i remember one of my co-workers one of our co-workers um he went up to the uh construction right before they tore it down okay um, he talked to somebody. He's like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, they're tearing it down. And uh, he's like, oh, okay. And so my coworker asks, talks a little more to the guy, and the guy he was talking to was a homeless man that would sleep in the basement. And he's just watching him kind of tear down the only place he has to sleep. And the homeless man uh, said that he didn't like sleeping there. He didn't. You know, he didn't, it sucked because <clears throat> they do hear things and it gets cold and it's, it's, it's a horrible place, but that's all they could, uh, you know, attain as far as roof over their heads. So that's, that was a problem
0: there too. Oh, that's pretty heavy. You know? Yeah. That was pretty heavy because, you know, people were living in and the, the crazy part about the Craycroft house was when I was in high school, we didn't even realize it was actually haunted. We didn't realize the history of the, the building itself. So we didn't realize how old the building was. We just heard things were happening in the basement. So, It's a really, really cool
2: looking house. Creepy. I mean, if you want to see a creepy haunted old house, this is the epitome of that.
0: Yeah, go to Thursday the thir- go to Thursday the 13th. The, the Thursday, the
2: Thursday the thirteenth, the
0: Thursday the thirteenth.
2: We took some pictures today, and we we will post them up.
0: Yes, we will post them up by tomorrow morning. They will be up.
2: So, uh yeah, that's 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 one that I really like because it's simple. It's not too crazy. It's you know you can go, you can park right up right up next to it yeah. and look at it.
0: You can just have lunch in the parking lot. and Just you literally can. You can house. have go lunch.
2: You can have lunch in front of the craycroft house.
0: Yeah, that should be a thing.
2: How old is that house? Like, uh, It was built in 1927.
0: So almost 100 years, basically. Dang, 97 yeah. years, something like that, 96,
1: 95. Is there a reason why they've kept it up this whole time? Or?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's a historic landmark.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Pretty impressive. It's, still, are-
2: only, it's still owned by the city. Yeah. And they deemed it a historic landmark.
1: Huh.
0: So, yeah, it's yeah, a really, have, really have, cool yeah, place, dude. It's, a lot of buildings like that, I believe. That's
2: awesome, dude. I don't, I totally – if you want, like, to see something creepy and you don't want to be too freaked out or too scared, go to the Craycroft House. I totally – it's, you know, I'm not going to tell you exactly where it's located. You can find it. Um, and you can go chill there, dude, and be there for 30 minutes and just get that creepy vibe and kind of help yourself to the vibe.
0: Yeah, it's in a – actually, it's in a great neighborhood. Uh, the neighborhood itself is really nice, uh, so it's nothing that I actually worry about. But that building itself is very creepy. Mm-hmm. It's in a business parking lot too, and it's still creepy. Hmm.
1: Okay, Jeremy, uh, you're crazy because nope. I would not do that. I would not go in to a basement.
0: And this was before the internet, really. I mean, the the big internet, you know, surge. So when you were bored and you had rumors, it was like. Was still like small town stuff i believe the internet really made it everything feel like you lived in big areas there was a lot of people around i feel you but, but yeah you just no i just yeah it, it, i i you're right i was an adrenaline junkie like kind of like that to an but extent. would
1: you do something like that again no go, nope not,
0: not even. even i mean if you want to go to haunted houses and stuff i'm down but if i hear there's like people living under there i'm good
1: yeah that's what i'm saying like I, I don't know man you know nah
0: it was it was scary when i was like 16 uh but it, it it's it's scarier now it's like more real now like the consequences will affect me for the rest of my life mm. so
2: who's talking about
0: kearney Ye- anybody who?
2: kearney kearney mentioned you are
1: um, Jeremy, you said you've been to Kearney. Kearney Mansion. I've never even right? been there,
2: so
0: <laughs> okay.
1: okay. No, no, hey, no. I was I'm just asking real quick. Okay, real quick. Jeremy, you're talking about
0: 1892, the one built uh, by uh, what's his name? It's it's the Kearney Mansion, Mr. Kearney. What is his name? What did we Okay. Do you guys Mr. remember Kearney? his first name? No, no, he has name. a first name. It's very important. They're okay, to look that up. Yeah, you can't just call him Mr. True, Kearney. I,
1: no, but that's very true. I've only heard Mr. Kearney. No, he really? has a first Cause, name. Yeah, because back, in, uh, back yeah, in... He has a first name.
0: Theo. Theo Kearney. I'm sorry.
1: Theo.
2: His name oh, is... Oh, yeah. Theo. The Raisin King. Yes. That's his other name.
0: Yes. The Raisin um, King. Back in elementary
1: school, we actually went on a tour of Kearney Mansion.
0: Okay, that was a big thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... That was, that was one of the things that the teachers told us is that it was said to be haunted.
0: Oh, wow. The teachers told you guys that in elementary school, probably? Yeah. Oh, how
1: nice. What weirdos, right? But um, yeah, um, so I remember taking a tour of there and it, it's, I'm going to be honest, it doesn't really give me that creepy vibe. Yeah. But maybe because it was just.
0: It was built to be a Garden of Eden, by the way, just so you know
1: really yes yeah it seems that's what it, it seems like a very peaceful place to me yes it doesn't seem very like uh sinister or anything like that it's it's kind of nice it's and the, like the land that it's on it's it's very beautiful
0: yeah it's a fresno landmark yeah but it's, it was uh, built in 1903 and it's haunted by none other than theo kearney himself that's what's creepy that's a little bit okay. You, uh, should, we, should we talk a little bit backstory here? Yeah. Okay. If okay. You got it. Yeah, I got, if you I, got, got, it. I got the backstory. Uh, Kearney Mansion and the nearby railroad tracks are considered to be one of the most haunted places in Fresno, California. The park itself was established in 1892, and the mansion was built soon after. It was originally intended to be a caretaker's quarters, but Mr. Kearney died in 1906 before everything was completed. The biggest story linked to this location is all about the Kearney Witch. If you cross the railroad tracks at night, the witch will apparently show up dressed in all white and begging cars to stop. However, there are also reports of hearing the disembodied laughter of children in Kearney Park, usually around one thirty a.m. You know what's crazy about that, though? Just like the Craigcroft house, the... The owner or
2: whatever was killed before, or died before it, the house is finished. Yeah.
0: Unfinished business. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that witch, I have heard stories of the witch. Okay. And people have seen him wandering around the, par- the property itself. Mr. Craig. Uh, the, the ghost of the maid is also said to walk to the uh, the dark halls at night, making sure everything is kept in order. Ooh, that, okay, okay. Uh, that's still kinda, that's... Who, would, who would you rather run into? Theo or the maid?
1: Uh, Theo. 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 He's a the man, dog. The maid's going to kick you the fuck out.
0: And then the white witch haunts the railroad tracks. So, okay, we'll throw her in too. The white witch is involved with Kearney. She's the one who haunts the railroad tracks. So, the white witch, Mr. Theo, or... What's her name?
2: Theo. The All day.
0: Okay, Theo. Theo, the maid, or the witch? Theo. But still, Theo... I I think I'd rather take one of the females because honestly I think a male figure is more like, I don't know. It's just would scare me more out of the blue. Obviously what happened out of the blue. I don't know, man.
2: That caretaker could be an old lady. Yeah. And you know how you, how you feel about old ladies,
0: dude. I ran at that old lady in my dream though. I ran at her full speed and I grabbed her hair and then the leprechaun thing just hopped out of the corner. So, yeah, I was proud of myself because that lady's hair was it, okay. Now, here's the thing, you know, it's not like a full head of hair. It was like that stringy, missing a lot of hair from the skull. Mm-hmm. It was like almost like a, a decapitated, or not decapitated, um, a Just person really thin, been dead for a while, patchy hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thin, curly though. And when I grabbed it, I was like, "Whoa, I did it!" You know, I was like, "It was, it was impressive." So, so maybe I'm over it. I think I'm over it. Uh, I'm gonna go okay. ahead. And hey, we'll right see. Now. We'll see about that. No, <laughs> all right. That that was a joke. You
1: guys down to go find the witch though? Okay.
0: The witch? Okay. I thought we were talking about Theo here.
1: Uh, yeah, you can go.
0: No, honestly, no, no, let's no, go no. find. No, 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 no. Let's go find the witch. You want to do it? At 1:30 a.m., we will be at the railroad tracks waiting. Okay.
2: I have a friend that lives by Kearney Mansion. Okay. Okay. We're driving down that, that road with all the palm trees. And we see.
0: Miles long.
2: Somebody with the white, like a white figure.
0: And it was like some
2: dude in his underwear.
1: Oh, oh, oh okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. But was... it,
2: nonetheless, it was still something in white in the dark, and it scared the shit out of us
1: i understand you know what i mean
0: hey yeah. i don't I, I don't know which one i want more you know what i mean uh i'm good okay with that the actual witch or i'd be happy with both maybe that was like both? either one okay you know
1: maybe okay. the witch
2: was up to something that night i don't know she's trying to disguise herself
0: yeah i don't know that's, oh uh, that's
2: not a very appealing disguise to tell you what
0: <laughs> hey uh real quick could i uh Can I bust in with uh, a quick story?
2: Yeah. Yes, please. As long as it involves a hundred, please.
0: Sanger, California, which is, how far is that from us? 20 minutes? 15 minutes? minutes. Eh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. From my house, it's really close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it 20 minutes. Okay. In Sanger, California, there is a place called Channel Road. It is nicknamed Snake Road. Due to the windy nature of the road, it is said to be haunted by the ghost of a woman searching for her two daughters. It seems one night she was driving down the road at a dangerous speed and took a turn too fast, driving off the road and into an adjacent canal. She was unable to get out of the car and drowned at the spot. Her two daughters were able to get out, but drowned downstream. Now at night, she wanders the road searching for her daughters that okay channel road not going yeah that one i'll pass on i don't know we're why i put that that yeah. one feels very dark that one feels dark like that's can you imagine like you just messed up oh no 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 we're not going out on of that one, that one. Yeah, i'll take no. the witch
1: yeah let's go find the witch uh we'll leave yeah, snake around the boy. witch you understand okay, your, your
2: gun won't work against the witch, right?
1: Uh, we could try. We
2: could try.
0: That's like a gun shooter's nightmare. Is that you're in a situation and then your gun just does not work? You know, yeah. you're just like, oh, oh, I was prepared. All right. Okay.
2: Any more? Do you Anymore? have more? Hey, I have. I have. Did I have, dude, okay, I have one you, that? You, I have one that's gonna Are take up a to rock one. It's gonna take up a minute. It's okay, one that I have. You know what? No, yeah. I'm gonna throw in I'm gonna throw in a simple one and then you can do yours.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, go for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw in
2: a quick one. Now I read about this one uh, a while back. Actually there was an article or really like it was it was a forum, right? Where uh, somebody from Fresno wanted to write a book about all the haunted places in Fresno. And so it would be people from Fresno and they would you know, jot down things. And somebody brought up the, somebody brought up the Vendo company. Uh, I'm, I'm getting this from HauntedRooms.com, which is where we're getting a lot of stuff from actually. Um, but the Vendo company, it's, it's super old. It's over a hundred years old. It used to be a military base, a lumber yard, and a Japanese concentration camp. And right after it became the Vendo company, they started seeing things they started hearing things now they don't understand why maybe because uh there was a disturbance with all the construction they disturbed spirits by doing things in the building moving things around you know how that works with the uh, ghosts and stuff construction yeah 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 so there's reports of people getting grabbed by things they cannot explain um, th- this is a really this one right here that I'm going to tell you the this apparition is of a Japanese woman near the entrance and she's described Ooh. as sitting on a green bench and her face appears to be half rotten. This is one that's seen um, multiple times. And there's also an operation about, a, and this is a big one because people who worked uh, in the building, uh, you know, while well, it's the Vendo company, which is a vending machine company. Uh, apparently somebody hung themselves in the, one of the bathrooms upstairs one of the employees. So other employees don't go there. They don't use that bathroom because of that particular uh, issue. But uh, they hear voices whispering, uh, choking sounds. Uh, uh, they say there's been several bodies that have been buried in the grounds during the Japanese concentration camp era. So it's kind of strange, kind of interesting how all these things happened, but nothing actually occurred as far as paranormal until it became the Vendo company and something was just switched somebody flipped the switch on the paranormal portal and uh, everything started happening at once
0: i don't like that because that's right down the street
2: your vet that's down the street from where you live
0: no think about it from where we're at all oh. day every day it's like what 10 miles nine miles maybe seven miles away
2: oh uh, yeah, it's definitely in our backyard. Definitely
1: in our the backyard. The things you do
0: not know. The things you do not know about where you live. That, yeah. I don't know why.
1: Uh, I don't know if I'm the only one that's like this, but whenever I hear about like you know the Japanese concentration camps or like a uh, anything that has to do with Nazis or like uh, I don't know something like that, it just always creeps me out. Yeah, it's. Very I mean, good. like Nazi, uh, like paranormal Nazi stuff. Because when I would watch like the ghost story TV's TV shows, and they go investigate like an old bunker or something Mm -hmm. like that, it just—I don't know why—it just gives me the creeps even more.
2: Yeah, yeah, dude. This is actually this is the Vendo company is actually pretty close to us. We should take a trip. On lunch, we can go easily. Okay,
0: it's in the yeah it's well, we'll do it live <laughs> for sure. Okay, uh, actually, we'll go live yeah, on Instagram real quick and just, you know.
2: I don't know if it's the right bendel company though.
0: Anyone who wants to see it the building has to be still up if it's historical. I don't think it,
2: I don't think it is though. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll take a we'll take a shrimp.
0: Yeah, we'll find it if it is.
2: But yeah, I wanted to point that point that one out. It's like nothing too crazy. Um I do remember on that forum, somebody mentioned that they've been grabbed, like if somebody stuck their hand from under the ground and grabbed their foot. Um, that was that was something I I, I don't forget Do about You guys ever feel about like you've been grabbed?
0: Like you like you feel like someone grabbed you at any point? I I, I felt that, just randomly. Really? Yeah, just randomly. Like like did someone just grab me? Like did someone grab my leg? Like. I have. You guys ever just felt random touches? It it could be a phantom, like something you're 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 sensing, but it's not really happening. Like um, a phantom ring, a phantom phone ring, you know?
1: I don't think. Uh, I think the closest I've ever gotten was uh, when I was at work in that story I told about where, when. Uh, where I you got swung on? Yeah. Where oh, oh yeah. That yeah. fool tried to catch a fade, real quick. And uh, he hit the lockers, and I felt like I had to I had to duck or something, like something was going to hit the back of my head. Uh, that's probably the closest I've ever gotten to, like, getting physically help, like grabbed or anything like that. Uh, and I can't imagine what it's actually like to feel like you got grabbed and then look and nothing's there. Because when I got that – when I had that experience and I felt like someone was going to swing on me, uh, it – like I said, that's probably one of the scariest things I've ever experienced. Because like, And it was so scary that it uh, it made me not feel good.
0: Oh, wow. Nauseous. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no joke. That's major fear.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think it was just the fact that I, I couldn't explain it, you
0: know? Yeah. How do you stand there and hang out around there or do anything uh, and yeah. try and act like it's normal?
1: Mm-hmm. And knowing yeah. that I was the only one in that building and like the, the closest person is like hundreds of feet away.
2: Uh, one time I was probably like seven years old. A lot of things happened when between I was five and 10.
0: When you're open minded still.
2: Uh, We were living in a, an apartment complex. We lived upstairs and I would have that fear that everybody house and we've talked about it before. Um, where you sleep with your feet sticking out at the foot of the bed, you know, no covers yep. like a brave man. So tough,
0: tough feet, man.
2: I would get this uh, incredible amount of courage as soon as the sun was the sun would start to peek out and I could see the dark night sky turn blue. I would get brave, you know, I wouldn't be afraid of having my feet uh, covered or not. I wasn't afraid of anything like that. So uh, at the peak of dawn, the peak of dawn, at the beginning of it, I saw the blue sky. And in my head, I'm just like, I don't care. If something, something's gonna grab my feet, go ahead, grab it. Mm-hmm. And it, like, almost immediately, dude, it's like somebody didn't quite grab my foot, but put their hand on the on my toes and slid it down the bottom of the, the bottom of the sole of my foot. Like oh, kind of like, kind of like, whoosh, like one motion, right? One fluid motion. Oh wow. They slid their hand yeah. to my toes all the way down to the, to the, you know, the bottom of my foot. So immediately my foot retracts. Whoosh. I'm like, what did I just do? And at this point I'm like, okay, I am no longer safe. Whether it's daytime or nighttime, uh, I I, I shouldn't be messing around with anything.
1: You welcomed it in, dude. (laughs)
2: Exactly. So, you know, that was a learning experience. And I don't know, man. It could have been, I don't know what the fuck. It could have been sheets or something. But, you know, I I felt a hand. It felt like a hand to me. So that's what I'm going to say it is, or it was.
0: Well, you can't explain it. You can't explain it away. That's why it's weird. Mm-hmm.
2: And again, yes, uh, we're doing
0: this at nighttime oh.
2: by ourselves in our rooms. All right. <laughs> With creepy all right, shit all around us. Go ahead, Emilia.
1: No, just, uh, I was going to ask, uh, how are we doing on time?
2: Honestly, there's a reason why I'm asking. I did talk about Jeremy to Jeremy about doing two episodes. Two of these. Because... Oh. There's a lot to say, and we are at – let me check that good old timer here. We're at about an hour right now. We're at an hour. Okay. So we can go the hour and a half and try and knock
1: it out in one episode, or we can do two, whatever you guys want. I was just asking uh, because I wanted to make sure that I pointed this out because it's kind of a special date coming up. uh, For one of the stories that I wanted to highlight – And uh, that story is the story of the Roosevelt High School Auditorium. Oh, Yeah. So at Roosevelt High School, it is rumored that there are two locations at this school that are haunted. And one of them is the boys' restroom in the East Hall and also the high school's auditorium. So the story with the, uh, the story with the bathroom, the boys' bathroom, is that a student went in there and committed suicide in that bathroom. What? Yeah. But um, I guess the main story is from the auditorium. And this one is kinda... Sad. It's definitely sad because of how it went down. But the story is, apparently, um, this young man, uh, the spirit was called Lester, and he was performing, and mid-performance, he just dropped... Uh, mid, mid-performance, I guess. And they had uh, determined later that it was, is it congenital heart
0: defect? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Congenital heart defect?
1: Yes. So, and they determined that's what led to his death. And uh, That's horrible. Yeah, so just all of a sudden, you know, literally mid-performance. 60s, uh,
0: 1960s, you said?
1: Yes. Okay, sorry. And uh, so... This actually happened on October tenth, which today is the eighth.
0: It's my uh, dog's birthday.
1: Yeah. Also, Hi, his birthday. Happy birthday, Hi, birthday, buddy. His birthday is coming up. It is on the sixteenth.
0: Hmm.
1: So. And he was born in 1944. Oh shit! I okay, can't do so, math. Ooh. So.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. That's wow. But uh,
1: yeah, happy early birthday. Wow. Well, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, but anyway, uh, apparently, he doesn't sound like a very uh, harmful type of spirit. He sounds more like a, a prankster. Just
0: want to hang around. Yeah. Mess around. So, high, he's yeah. a high schooler, right?
1: He was. He was sixteen. So, so
0: yeah, you die when you're sixteen. You're not gonna. You don't mature as a ghost. You just stay that age. Like we watch Casper, we know we seen it. Mm-hmm. Oh, see it like he didn't that. like he didn't. Yeah, he stayed like that. So,
1: huh? Yeah, a, they they, uh, they gave him a, like a little memorial, uh, where him and his girlfriend would have lunch together.
0: That's I heard that. I heard that they're, uh are they're, when they do their plays that they still list him on the cast. Yeah. Is I that think that's creepy? Really cool too. That's kind of creepy. It's
1: yeah. like, uh I don't know. Like
0: to this day. To this day, yeah, to yes. This
1: day. I don't know if I could consider that creepy. I, I mean, I it's a lot of respect,
0: someone... but it's haunted. You know, people are a lot of people, not just a couple.
2: I think that's pretty creepy. I think that's pretty
0: creepy. It's like they're keeping them around. They, they, they're, uh, they're giving them an encore. Yeah, you know? and
2: if anything, that kind of encourages whatever spirits there to kind of be there. Unfinished. It makes them relevant, and you know, happy to be there.
0: Which yeah, I don't like they're know, inter- they, they're entertaining. They could, be, they could be they could be trying to do
2: that, but I mean, who knows? I mean, definitely happy cool spirit. though. I mean,
0: happy it, spirit.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't change it at all. Like, it's still interesting as hell.
0: Hey, can I tell a really quick ghost story uh, that a friend of ours told us? You, I'm sure you guys know. What okay, it is. let me preface it really okay. quick. Let me preface Okay, it. preface it. Please do. Yes. Please okay. set this
2: up. So back in this, when I was talking about this book that somebody wanted to write in the forums, um, everybody deemed the most haunted place in Fresno, uh, by popular vote, was the Hmong Funeral Homes. There is an unlimited amount of stories. Personally, I do not have any. It's uh you know, I've never, never been there. But I can guarantee you, anybody who has been there has a story. And Jeremy, take it away.
0: Okay. Well, a close friend of ours uh told us a story. <clears throat> we won't keep, you know, we won't, you know, we'll keep the information limited to so that it's all private. Um, as a child, uh, he was taken to that funeral home that Jesse was talking about. And he was at a funeral with a family member of his and he had to use the restroom, uh, and his dad was mingling, uh, with friends and family. So he had gone to the restroom. Okay. And you're, you're younger, you know, you're eight years old, maybe. And you go into the restroom by yourself. So it's intimidating. There's people around a couple people around. There's a guy uh, at the sink and then there's a guy, uh, Oddly, which not so oddly when we were young, uh, he was smoking a cigarette uh, in the bathroom. Okay, kind of by one of the stalls, just leaning in on the stall. So this person goes in there and just use the restroom and leaves as fast as he can, you know. And you get out and you're just like don't think anything of it. You know, then they met their family member and they're like, Hey, where were you? It's like, Oh, I was just uh I was just using the restroom real quick. By yourself, like, yeah, like, okay, kind of questionable, like what, like, okay, by yourself, like, okay, like you've used direction by yourself plenty of times that age, so it's kind of a question that sticks with you, so the next day, he's wondering, why didn't I smell any smoke? okay, that's weird, so then he starts wondering, were these people even real? Because the image of people around you looks real. But if you're in a haunted, one of the most haunted places in Fresno, who knows what opportunities lie, where unfinished business is kept? You know, you don't know what house you're going to buy unless it's in the deed and, and the person has to tell you. But there are places that don't have to tell you. So that's where it's freaky the unknown. And obviously, where you yeah. can't explain.
2: The freakiest part is the physical absence of an aroma. Yes. Something strong, when, something that you can smell a, a cigarette. A cigarette. You can smell it from fucking far away. Like
0: yep. minutes after. Sparks up a cigarette. On the skin. Yep. Yeah.
2: It lingers, you know, especially in a bathroom where it's closed off. Um, he has other stories, but I, I'm, I'm not going to
0: tell him. I don't want to butcher them. Yeah, Man. yeah. And, and we talked about it earlier. Culturally, I think certain people are more predisp- or pre-positioned. Predisposition? Predisposition? Yes, predisposition. Yeah, more likely to uh, encourage the thought. Uh, maybe because of how your upbringing was, or you know what your family and their family and the family before that have been practicing. So, um, and yeah, like you said, his experiences are are you know there's a lot of them. So, uh, you know, maybe one day we'll have him on the podcast. So We'll talk. Hopefully, about it. yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to that, like a lot.
2: Maybe next year. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do it maybe next week maybe next week maybe later know. today let me call him.
1: just kidding
0: <laughs> okay we have we have nailed a lot of the areas but not all the areas uh around us um <clears throat> we did kind of plan on having mini episodes, like hour long episode isn't technically a mini episode but uh we still go a little over um but we could go an hour and a half if you want to, or we can. Uh, do you still have a lot of places, Jeremy? How many places do I mean, you have left? There's, there's still quite a few spots that, that we haven't talked about. Um, I think one that I really want to talk about, I don't know if you <clears throat> wanted to talk about it or not, was Fryant Road. Okay, you have a story about that. Yes. We, I think you should talk about that. Right now, so? yeah. Okay, real quick. Well, real quick? Yeah, real quick. <laughs> real quick. Okay, Fryant Road. <clears throat> it seems the ghost of a former police officer still patrols Friant Road. Even after his passing, legend says that the officer pulls over motorists and warns them about speeding on the road and what could happen. The officer then writes what some are calling a warning ticket and lets the motorists go. Confused, the motorist would go to a police station to inquire about the warning only to be told that that type of ticket is no longer being used. Checking the badge number on it, they find out the officer died on that stretch of road several years ago from a motor vehicle accident. It seems, even in death, he's trying to prevent the same fate that happened to him from happening to others. Now on Front Road... It's it's really kind of a a windy some straights uh, mountain road. You know, it starts in the valley, then it goes up to the mountains. Um, there's a turnoff where there is tribal land. You know, it goes into tribal land, but before that, it's is it it's called something specific, Jesse? Do you know what it's called? Sky Harbor. Sky Harbor. Right. Go driving up to always, Sky I Harbor. Pers- driving up to Sky Harbor I I can never remember the name of it for some reason you know um but going up to Sky Harbor uh as a youngster um probably 17 18 years old uh, one night I was actually driving on the road and out of nowhere this it was a woman it was a it was a woman who was bloodied. um she was distraught And it was very scary. Okay. I was young uh, and I was with a group of people like, you know, there was a couple cars behind me and we were kind of driving, you know, the mountain streets, you know, not too fast, but, you know, probably the speed limit and none of us stopped, none of us stopped. And when we got to our point where we stopped, we all looked at each other and said, did you see that And every single person, had seen the same exact thing it was a woman she had a white top on and she had a bloody face she had brown hair she was really like it was one of those things like i don't know if you're getting chased by a texas chainsaw massacre type situation you know like they're really trying to escape and everyone leaves them but i was still young i was a kid and i was scared like i was like whoa what's going on here you know like I'm in a mountain road, it's tribal lands coming up, like what's going on, you know, I wasn't going to stop for some reason. I think today, if we we're going to talk about it, I would stop. Um, but back then, for some reason, I didn't, which who knows what happened. But it was a creepy encounter, um, finding out that there's a lot of uh, eerie stuff that happens on Frank Road, you know, Frank Road is one of those roads that, uh my mom I'd always go to the casino, my mom would always warn me like don't don't go out there, you know like front road you know it's crazy it's, it's scary, you know getting an invalid ticket
2: like something that right. is no longer legal or even usable that's that's cool um, terrifying that's, but that's cool. terrifying
1: I wonder what the vehicle looks like that they get pulled over by.
2: It's probably a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, there was one time where I went to Sky Harbor with some friends. And I didn't tell you this earlier, Jeremy, but I don't think it was that big of a deal because I didn't see anything. And the reason why I didn't see anything is because I didn't look. I did not want to look. Yeah. So when once you get up to Sky Harbor, at the end of Sky Harbor, what it is, it, you get to a dead end. And there's a park, a small park, and then uh, there's like a little bit, a little beach area. What is it, Millerton or San Joaquin? Millerton. Millerton, and uh, the Millerton Lake, and a little picnic area. You can just hang out there. It's it's really nice, uh, but at night, it's really scary. So we'd go up there often at night. And one time we went up there, and uh, you get to the. the we were driving back, right? And it was kind of raining a little bit. We should not be up there in the freaking rain, whiny roads. Anyway, there's a big, like, um, street light, a street lamp right under the sign that says Dead End. And we were driving back, and somebody turns around and says, Hey, did you see that girl standing under the sign or by the sign under the light? Oh, shit. And then somebody else says, I thought I was the only one who saw that. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't turn around. I didn't say, I know. Nah, I'm good. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ignore. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore that. Um, you said that.
0: This is and- the first time I've had uh, uh, goosebumps on my spine. not Not my arms, my spine this time. I've never had that. Yeah, I'm getting Just freaked the so, hell out so. right now, dude. Like, straight up. like Just when you said, like, the girl encounter, like, nah, that's too much. Like, I'm looking <laughs> at my chair right here.
2: you thinking it's a shoulder.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh.
2: But um, there is one thing I want to talk about. Emilia, do you have something? I don't want to, like, no. totally throw you off. Okay. No, go for it. I don't know if we'll end it here, but uh, I'll see how long it lasts.
0: Probably. Okay.
2: So I grew up uh, pretty religious. I grew up uh, Catholic. And I would go to St. John's Cathedral downtown by the community hospital. If you look at the, the, the cathedral itself, it has to be the creepiest looking church you've ever seen. Um, yes, it was, it, it seems here, it was uh, it's meant that uh, supposedly it's haunted by uh, a nun. An old nun called uh, Sister Irenita, Irenita, I'm gonna call her Irenita. It's in Spanish, I think. Okay. Um, she served as the head of the Roman Catholic Diocese of the Fresno. Diocese? The Fresno, yeah, Diocese. Yeah, sorry. I looked it up earlier. I couldn't say it. Um, it's okay. In the early 1900s, she passed away during her service. Uh, so her service there, she had been seen wandering uh, around the church. But let me see here. An interesting point to note is that a tree root in the Cathedral Cemetery, because cemetery, she was buried there, it broke through into her coffin or her grave and she had to be moved, because be, of that, because she had to be moved, right? it cracked what is yeah. it called? Dis- that means yeah, something like that.
0: That's the mover. Okay, so they had to take her out of the ground.
2: Yeah, so when they did that, uh, they found that her body had no sign of decay. Oh. <sighs> And she looked like she had been buried only for a couple of days.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: So, that that's kind of interesting. Now, the more interesting oh. part, the more personal part, okay? Um, I was in catechism. I was in the school, literally across the street. You just hop the street, and you, there's this school. I think the school is about as old as the church. And... It is old and creepy, and some of the things that we would do there as, um like, uh students, I guess, we do activities. All the teachers there, they, they were hard asses, dude. They weren't nice. They didn't have to be nice because they were
0: oh, – A Catholic school. Yeah.
2: They, they were, like, really firm, really, you know, even, even though both of my teachers were really attractive, like – they, they, they still were mean as hell um, You're Firm,
0: attractive people.
2: So I would always feel freaked out there. Uh, it was, it's a pretty big building. Um, the story of, uh, uh, our friend going to that uh, bathroom alone at this, at the funeral home. Yes. It reminds me of when I went to the restroom by myself. Um, at that school and it's very old. It's not updated old windows, old urinal, old smells old. Like, yeah, it's just old. I don't even know if it's up to
0: code early nineteen hundreds smells old.
2: Yeah, dude. It's, it's super old for sure. And I remember in school hearing about the nun. And after that it was, it was over. Like I didn't want to go anywhere in that building by myself. I didn't want to, be there I didn't want to be there before anybody I showed up late like on purpose just to like everybody you know is there already um one of the creepiest places uh that I've ever like been to that I've ever experienced is that is that school uh, I remember as a kid I get sick often I was uh, one day I got severely dehydrated while we were in church and it was like a scene from a, I don't know, like a movie or something. But I fainted, dude. I just passed out, and my dad picks me up and just carries me out in this big, like, Catholic church with stained glass windows, super tall ceilings, big wooden benches, huge, pointy like towers. It's just, it's gothic. Huge. I don't know. It's crazy. Huge. So you imagine my five-year-old body just dangling in my father's arms as he's walking me out this old church uh i I always picture that in my head i see that image in my head all the time dude even though i didn't see it or feel it because i was fucking passed out um they tell me the story all the time and they say it looked kind of crazy so yeah saint john's cathedral oh there's also like (sighs)
0: so that's pretty intense let's rewind let's rewind i was gonna say let's rewind Cause you just got possessed by, by Arenita. Yeah. so She crazy. just took over you. You um, passed out, and here you are. Okay. And there's, we, and you...
2: there's one creepy spot. I'm going there real quick. Oh god. Go for it. Um, for it. there's like a special prayer spot, for the Virgin Mary. It's like off to the side of the church. So if you walk, out of the front door, make a left. Um, you go down kind of like this. You walk down, not steps, but it's like a ramp. And it goes down to the side and under the church. It's a small room. And there's just candles. There's no actual light, like electricity. Mm -hmm. It's just candles. So candle lit. Hundreds of candles just kind of everywhere. And that's the only source of light there. And we'd go there and my mom would say prayer. And uh, I'd always be freaked out by that room because it's... uh, it was just so creepy looking with all the the candles, and it was dark and it was under the church. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It freaked me out. That's mm-hmm. very creepy.
0: And you know, the smells that accompanied it probably weren't that great.
2: Uh, the smells
0: were. They're strong. Yeah, especially uh, you catch a whiff of that stuff that the pastor's throwing up. Yeah. And he's just tossing it. That I can't describe stuff, it. I can't really describe smell. the
2: smell, but. Uh, incense or something i don't know um it's it's yeah it's a a
0: major incense
2: but i did my first communion there i I was baptized there um i'd go there a hell of times as a kid and the school i was teacher's aide the catechism class i mean i was involved and i never saw anything but you could always kind of feel like there's something there you know
0: yeah especially when you pass out and they take over you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's my story. I'm sticking to it, Jess. Yeah.
2: Hey, if you guys have anything else right now is the time or we can wrap it up. Honestly,
0: I think it's, we'll save it for part two. We're going to do a part two to this. Okay. We're going to do an extension to this. I think we have enough unfinished business that we need to finish. So and, you don't need to be lurking uh, around. Yeah,
2: eight, hey, and that's the do. thing about Fresno. There's a lot of this stuff. Okay. Don't doubt it. There's probably more stuff, more hunted spooky stuff in Fresno than there is in most cities. Um, so we're gonna take, yeah, I think we'll take I'm sure we already have some some content to provide, but we'll take some a few days to um collect more information and bring some more stuff to you guys from our local, you know, populace.
0: We're going to be visiting a couple areas the uh, next couple weeks.
2: We're going to try and get images of every spot that we talk about. Yes. And uh, like the witch. Oh, which the road? Witch. The railroads. The railroads.
0: We can go to Kearney. We can go. We're going to go to Kearney. We're going to do Kearney first. Hell yeah. Kearney's crazy. to <laughs> go count the palm trees down on Kearney
2: you okay. just gonna do it the hard way
0: yes well if you have made it this far we are super thankful for you guys um, if you have a chance go check out the Thursday the 13th at Instagram uh, it's always yeah. a pleasure to come and talk about scary stuff and then you know try and go to sleep when uh, and then you can't you know what I'm saying you just can't you just can't go to bed anymore so yeah, We hope that you guys can get some sleep because we can't.
1: Mm-hmm. We can't. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you probably deserve it. So
0: Yeah, you probably deserve not to sleep. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, real quick before we go. We have a new intro.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, we uh, do.
1: Uh, I want to give you credit to uh, my brother, a.k.a. The Rockman
0: thank you the rock man
1: thank you thank you he, thank you uh, he awesome hand made this beautiful intro for us for the thursday the 13th and uh i dig it you guys dig it
0: yeah yeah we gave him a couple ideas and and wow i'm, Dude, I'm, I love I'm it. happy yeah
1: so, makes me more nervous uh, yeah so yeah let us know on our instagram or our email whatever just let us know what you think of it because we really like it and uh you can find him on bandcamp or uh I forget. That. Let me look up the other um, website. It is uh beatstars.com. It's you just type in the rock man. It's R-A-W-K-M-A-N. And yes. uh, yeah, he, he produces a whole bunch of music. He's also in a, in like a hardcore metal band. It's called fruit. And so he does stuff like that, but he also, he's also working on uh, an EP with an artist, I think, by the name of J.D. Carza. And oh, wow. it's kind of like a, like a Daniel Caesar type music. So okay, so whatever Smooth. you want, uh, just hit him up if you ever need any, anything musical.
0: Yeah, we thank big you. thank you. We, we, we thank the you. Rock Man. The Rockman. Yeah, the Rockman, for sure.
2: We will uh,
1: do that often.
0: You have increased the eeriness of our show.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's All uh, set the whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it does, definitely. De- especially for this month. Yeah, yeah. perfect timing. Yeah, well, thank you, guys.
0: Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. We had fun. We're scared.
1: We're scared as hell.
0: Now it's time to go to bed. (laughs) It's time to go to sleep. (laughs) Hey, and
2: uh, with that, let's uh,
1: sign off. And I'm saying? Until next time. Bye, guys. Have a good week. True.